Get a Better Broadcast podcast voice over voice. This is Peter, and at the moment we're looking at our dictionary of voice. Yeah, our A to Z guide to some of the tricky words and terms that you may not have heard before, or maybe you have heard, but sometimes you thought, what exactly does that mean? Not entirely sure. And we're on to the Bs today, talking about B2B and B2C, first of all. Uh, Different marketing or advertising models. Well, you may be thinking to yourself, what's this got to do with getting a better voice? Well, B2B, usually written as the letter B and then the number two and then the letter B, stands for business to business. That is an advert. Ah, this is where it comes in. We're talking about adverts. We're talking about uh, commercials. We're talking about promotional activity. Uh, Get a better broadcast podcast and voice over voice. You see what I did? So B2B stands for business to business. That's an advert for a product or service that targets other businesses. B2C is business to consumer, where, in our case, the audio advert is slanted towards a personal consumer and so might use, and this is important, different selling points, words and style. So, for example, if you were selling a... Let's uh, have a little think about this. If you were selling a new drill... You are a manufacturer of a new drill. You're selling that to big chain stores around the country that do DIY, okay? Then you're going to be going quite heavily into the attributes of the drill, aren't you? You're going to be talking about the power. You're going to be talking about its availability. You're going to be talking about the price point. You're going to be talking about the promotion that can be done in the store, You're going to be talking about what's in it for that chain store or indeed the small DIY store on the high street. What's in it for them to stock your product over somebody else's? Yeah, you could be talking quite technical language as well. Yeah, and it's going to be. Uh, on on that's that that's the style that you're going to be talking to people in. If you're talking to a consumer, well, your 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 language, the. The product differential and the way that you explain that is probably going to be a little bit different. Now, obviously, you may have people who are very, very technical who are likely to be buying your drill. But also, you might have somebody who's not so much a DIYer as a DIY don't you leave it to somebody else Yeah, You may have somebody who only needs that drill to put up a shelf and they're not very sure what they're looking for. You may be talking to somebody who's never picked up a drill before in their life. You may be after somebody who's just after a drill to give to somebody else as a present and they're not entirely sure what it is they're buying. So in that case, your presentation probably needs to be a little bit reassuring, explanatory, pointing out some of the benefits in a softer Why? Yeah? Business to consumer rather than business to business. Not only will the language change and the content of that commercial, but also your attitude, small a, in how you are reading that commercial to attract those different target audiences. Whether it's going to be another business or whether it's going to be somebody who's maybe buying a drill for the very first time. Okay, B2B and B2C. Beat. What is a beat? A beat is a slight pause, perhaps between words, lines, or different characters' dialogue. 
Okay, so how might this be used in a recording situation? Well, your producer or your studio engineer might say, don't come in straight away, give me a beat first. Or or maybe give me a half a beat first. And, uh, well, what is a beat? It's, it's, It's perhaps a beat is probably about half a second and, and half a beat is shorter than that. So let me give you an example of a beat. It might be something like, uh, let me give you a, a, a beat. It, it could be a comma. Yeah, a comma is probably a beat. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. That is probably a beat in the middle. Boom. Like that. Half a beat, but that's short very likely. It's difficult to explain, obviously. So remember we were talking about different versions a couple of days ago, yeah? Your studio producer, your studio engineer may want an alt, an alternative read. We spoke about this a couple of days ago and ask you, just leave a little bit of a beat in there between those two lines or before you come in or between those two paragraphs or those two phrases because it gives them an alternative read, something else to work with when they're putting it together. Just may feel better for some reason. Or it may be that you're gabbling something. It may be you've got a bit of a run-on sentence that shouldn't be running on, uh, or, or, or they may t- t- be honest with you and say, no, you've left a beat there. Take that beat out and put those phrases together. I want you to talk a little bit faster. Lose that beat. So you may give a beat, you may take away a beat as well. A beat also, beats usually connected with music, of course. And with music, you have a music bed. Yeah, what's the bed that's going to be running under this chief? One studio engineer might ask another, a bed? What are they talking about? A bed is the music, the background music played underneath a presenter's voice or other ambient sound running under audio. Now, you may notice this particularly, which is uh, usually something which is used around the world. And that is at the start of a news program where they do the headlines and they have a music bed going underneath the news headlines at the top of the program. Yeah, So you're likely to start with a, a, a musical theme that is dipped, that is lowered. The presenter will come in, give the headlines, and then usually that bed is then finished before they actually start reading the news proper. So you've got that music bed running underneath. More familiar with, uh, with with music beds, perhaps underneath the news bulletins on a radio programme or underneath the weather or underneath the travel news, something like that. But obviously in a commercial situation, you might very often have a music bed underneath the whole duration of an advert. In a documentary, you might have a bed running underneath those shots of the of the porpoises frolicking in the waves or whatever it happens to be. So that's your music bed. And by labial, sometimes just labial. So if labial, you may have come across this before, refers to lips, yeah, labial, may be familiar with that word, then by labial is two lips. By, two, yeah? And for our situation, it's when both lips are used to pronounce a sound. So... Hmm. Go through your alphabet while I'm talking for the next few seconds and see whether or not you can work out which sounds are made where you use both of your lips. Actually, quite a few of them, to be quite honest. So the initial uh, sounds in the words of properly, wonderful, 
So you're not using your lips. Let's go through a few of these. A. No, you're not using your lips at all with A, really, are you? They're just open. They're not actually doing much work. B. Yeah, both of your lips are used with B. We spoke about plosives before. Uh, A, B, C. No, your, your lips aren't being used with, the, with the, the letter C or the C sound. D. No, they're just apart. E, F. They are G, H, I, J, K, L, M. Now, some of them with K, L, M, M. M. So some of them are used more than others with different sounds, with different letters of the alphabet. And obviously when we're using letters of the alphabet, we're not making the full sound. It's not very often you will actually run through the letters of the alphabet when you're reading out loud. But obviously they are the constituent parts of the different sounds you're making with words. But usually it sounds together rather than individual letters, if you see what I mean. And 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 your lips will be moving in different ways. So, for example, wonderful. You're not actually having your lips together, but they are forming that's that kind of almost pursed lip look to produce wuh, wuh, yeah? You try and do wuh without actually pursing your lips to that extent, and it's going to come out rather weak and ineffectual. Bilabial is our... Final word of the day today. Got some more Bs for you tomorrow. We've got buyouts and BSFs and breathy voices and bleeds as well. And that's where we're going to pick up tomorrow as Get A Better Broadcast podcast and Voice Over Voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs>